Hey, how are you? My name is Daniel Calderon and welcome back to Corner Talks. Anxiety. Anxiety is an issue that a lot of us in society face today. Uh, millennials like myself face it probably more constantly than we've ever had before. It's a dreadful experience for some. It can prevent us from social situations, opportunities, um, career choices, taking risks, all these different factors. And sometimes it can lead us uh, down a path we don't choose uh, for ourselves. Yet there are ways to kind of counter it. There are ways to balance it. There are ways to prevent it from taking over our life. Anxiety doesn't have to be a negative issue. Anxiety can be looked at and handled differently. And this is why I wanted to share with you five ways in which I handle my anxiety. Taking a deep breath. Yes, I know it may come across as cliche or sometimes typical and to some maybe even insulting to hear someone tell you to take a deep breath when your anxiety is at its peak. Yet I find that taking a deep breath is a way to kind of be in touch with your body, with your soul, your mind, just kind of relieve the tension by just stopping what you're doing for five seconds, 10 seconds, a minute, however long you need and just simply closing your eyes and you just kind of, And when you do this repeatedly, you'll find your body just relaxing and the nerves just kind of going away, which allows you to clear your mind, which allows you to focus and pursue whatever steps you need to take for the next way of overcoming this anxiety that you're facing. Sometimes when it gets really bad, you just have to walk away, whether it's from the room, the area, or even the person. I find your environment kind of dictates your mood sometimes. Exiting the room, exiting the environment, changing up the environment, maybe doing something different. So for instance, myself, if I'm on the computer and it's taking a lot of energy out of me or it's just changing my mood or it's, you know stressing me out, I might take the laptop, put it away and take out my sketchbook, start drawing, doing some sketches, listen to some music. My phone is a distraction or if it's near me, I might you know put that in another room, maybe even downstairs, chuck it outside, basically just get it out of there because we all know how distracting phones can be, especially social media. And I might choose to read a book or a few chapters or an article or something like that. So my best advice to you is just change up the environment, just do something else, do something different and ultimately you'll feel much better about yourself. First thing in the morning, if you can, do your exercises. Exercise, exercise, exercise. Okay guys, I can't stress this enough. This is coming from a guy personally that did not choose to exercise a lot. Especially when this pandemic hit, I found myself very lazy, very unmotivated. The gyms were closed and I was just watching what I was eating, which I really wasn't, and not finding any way to release any tension, any stress. So I can tell you exercise. How do you do it, especially if the gyms are closed or during the pandemic? Well, start with indoor exercises. Get a mat, lie it on the floor, do some crunches, do some uh, side crunches, do some reverse crunches. Find ways to relieve that tension, relieve that stress in your body, because that's what's causing your anxiety. Now, as a writer, this might be more easy for me to do, but I believe writing down your thoughts is the key to mapping out what are your triggers for stress and anxiety. Writing down how you feel is almost a way of you expressing and venting for your mind what you're going through, especially, like I said, when the anxiety reaches a peak. And sometimes we don't have friends or family or people around us, especially during this crazy time of the pandemic, where we can actually, you know, vent our feelings when other people are going through similar, if not worse situations. So what I found is writing down um, just a page, maybe two, what you're going through, what you're experiencing, uh, can really benefit you in observing what are the stresses in your life, what is triggering you, 
And a lot of times you can see what you're writing down. Is it important? Is it a priority? Sometimes it's even laughable. Like, why am I stressed about, you know, me running out of uh, Gatorade? You'll discover what is going on in your mind because we all know when we get anxiety, it can become extremely chaotic and there's a lot going on. And it's hard to really just pinpoint what is really a priority and what is not. Another way of writing down things is choosing to write down what is positive and what you're uh, grateful for. I've been doing this more often uh, morning and evening. I just write down a page of what I'm grateful for. But even if it's very, very personal for you, just write it down. Um, lock and key, put it away. But you know, and your brain knows that you're grateful for those experiences. You're grateful for those things in your life. And again, by doing that constantly, consistently, every day, you're telling your brain that there's other positive things in your life because the brain we all know thinks naturally negative. But by countering it, by showing it, hey, there's other things going on in my life that are positive as well. You're killing slowly and slowly those negative energies. And eventually your anxiety will not seem so great. Okay, so this is a tricky one, eating more healthy every day. Now, the reason why I say it's tricky is because I myself haven't even perfected it. I still have my temptations. I still, you know, go to the pantry and check what kind of snacks are available. Uh, Cheetos, cupcakes, Hostess, Twinkies, who knows what. And especially with Halloween around the corner, I indulge in some mini chocolate bars, uh, maybe five. But on the days that I choose to have it clean and eat clean, it brings a better energy to myself. Now, how does this affect anxiety? How does this affect stress? Well, from what I experienced with junk food is that there are two factors, physical and psychological. Now, physical, you gain weight, you feel bloated, you don't look your best, right? Now, psychological for me is when I eat it, I say, why did I eat? And then I go into a cycle of guilt and a cycle of shame. Now, there's a lot of people I know, including friends, that they eat junk food and they're fine with it and they move on. But I know for many of us that want to feel our best and become the best version of ourselves, we know when we cross the line and kind of had too many pieces of junk food that day. Now, I'm not saying there's not there is anything wrong with it because I myself am no saint when it comes to junk food. I indulge when I have to. This past weekend was a mess. We want to feel our best self to limit the stress and anxiety. The reason why we feel it, the reason why sometimes it's overwhelming is because we connect everything to why aren't we feeling good and a lot of times I know a lot of people they struggle with their self-image and their self-love by limiting it you feel good about yourself and you limit the stress and anxiety that you're experiencing Thank you again for joining me guys on another Corner Talks. I really hope you enjoyed this video. I hope my discussion on anxiety helped you and my five ways of overcoming my anxiety you can learn from, you can use yourself, and hopefully you find the best version of yourself along with it. These are experiences that we face every day. Anxiety is not gonna go away, we will feel it. We're human, there is nothing wrong with it, there is no shame, or you agree with anything or disagree with anything that I said, please leave your comments down below. I'd love to hear what you have to say. I think it's a great way to build a community and discuss what we're kind of experiencing, especially during these crazy times. Please like and subscribe to this video, it really helps me a lot, and I'm looking forward to seeing you again. Take care.